The Distraction, hosted by former Deadspin writers Drew McGarry and David Roth, is a new sports podcast coming from Defector and Stitcher. Join the guys and their guests as they break down the week in sports while addressing their fair share of off-the-field issues. Whether it's discussing NBA players getting testy in the bubble, Bill Belichick cutting 80% of his roster just to keep himself interested, or horrifying takes from sports talk radio that need to be broken down, Drew and Roth are ready to serve you some hot sports action. But do stick around for a few extra distractions. You deserve them. Listen and subscribe to The Distraction, a Defector podcast, right now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Maybe I'm Casey, maybe I'm Casey, maybe I'm not. All right, very excited to have Rashad Jennings on the podcast today. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate you having me. You've been on a bunch of FS1 shows, but not on the podcast yet. So we're, uh, we're excited to have you in. We were actually just talking about my obsession with pens. Yes. I have an emotional attachment to certain pens, this one specifically. Yes. I like the way it writes. So Emotional attachment to well, a, a pen. Look, I'm kind of like, um, I have Steve Jobs-esque things. Right. Like, I like to park in the same spot. <laughs> I eat the same thing for breakfast every day. Uh, I have a very distinct, like, minute-to-minute routine in the morning before the show, and I don't like it for, to be disrupted for any reason. That, that's that's normal. Sound like an athlete so far. Okay. But, but I don't know about the pen. I, I got... I. But a pen is important <laughs> to my job. So I asked her, I, just so y'all know, whichever camera, I asked her <laughs> if I can borrow her pen. No. Like, and she said, no, she'll just get me my own. I'm like that with food. Like, if we if we go out to eat... I'm not trying to share my food. I just get you your own meal. Oh, so, you're not a food sharer? I just get you your whole oh, time. I'm a meal. big food sharer. So it's, it's similar. Yeah. You know? But it's food just, is I, like, food is more social. Like, do you have a bunch of brothers and sisters? Uh, two older brothers. Okay. So I have two older. So. six brothers and sisters. Mm. So the food sharing thing is like not available. <laughs> like, so you, you can't you you'll share food. your food, but you won't share your pen no. to write the tip. Because I think, you know, I need this pen. <laughs> But you're a writer. So so Rashad has several books, uh, The If in Life, mm-hmm. and you also have a, a children's book series, Arcade, and you have a, several of those, Arcade and the Traveling Guide, the Triple T Token, mm-hmm. the Dazzling Truth Detector, mm-hmm. and the Fiery Metal Tester. Is that out yet? Yeah. So those last two that you mentioned come out this year. Okay. One February 10th, and then the other one, we're trying to figure out the date in the summer. Okay. So it's coming out soon. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, but when you write, do you only write on the computer? Or do you write with a pen? So I write with everything. Use typically a pen. Um, I get most of my ideas. Most of my ideas come from when I fly, and I fly all the time. So uh, typically, I just, literally, I, I, it's something about the relationship of actually writing on paper that's like kind of creative to me. I agree. It's, it's I can't. So like a lot of people in the business like to use a tablet. And mm-hmm. I have my computer on set when I do the show because I got to look stuff up and like talk to my producer and stuff. Right. But like I need. I need to write. And another thing I actually do is I will actually auto it. I will speak uh, the book, too. Like, so I actually just get hit record or I I let Siri just. Yeah, 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 typically. But I have to go back. So you're the person that uses Siri. I will use Siri in a minute. It'll mess up my text if I'm texting you. I have to sign (laughs) she don't hear me right. I got to go back and edit. But, yeah, I will do that. That, It helps uh, out a lot. I I made that mistake once um, on Undisputed. You text. You Mm -hmm. use. Oh. I had Siri on. You remember when like the new phone came out and Siri was super sensitive yeah. and like it thought you said, hey, Siri, and it really like <laughs> we weren't talking to you, honey. It was sitting next to me on set and it was recording like 
skips whole rants. And I saw it out of the corner of my eye, and I just had a full-on <laughs> panic attack. Because you know once it stops recording, it's going to start playing it back mad loud. Right. So that had to get turned off. Um, anyway, okay, so that's interesting. So your new book is coming out February 10th. Which one? Is it The Truth Detector that's coming out? Yes. February 10th. Okay, mm-hmm. so check that out. Um, did you watch the game? I did. I did okay. watch the game. So I was on a flight, so I caught majority of it. I didn't catch it all, but what a game. I didn't yeah. think it was going to go turn out that way. I thought it would be closer, but I picked LSU to win. Um, I love Joe Burrow. I've loved him all season, so I'm not like new to the He's bandwagon. He, he bought out this year. What is the – I personally do not understand what anyone's hesitation with Joe Burrow is. If you can poke a hole in his game, because at this point I can't, what is it? It's hard to. Uh, he's consistent. Um, his timing with the ball is great. He can run. Uh, he, get, he puts the ball in the right spots. It's hard to pick anything at him. I think, I mean, coming from last year, he he hasn't had a year like this consistently. No one on earth has. Is, Literally no human person that's ever played college football has had this year. It, right. So that's why it's easier to poke a hole in somebody who blows up like this. So it's like you feel as a one-hit wonder. You know, same thing with people going to say right now about Lamar Jackson until he comes back next year. It's just you had such a great year that it's hard to improve from it. Um, so it's it feels like it's fake. But isn't the, I, I, I'm not saying it is, but I but that's, that's the what, attitude where people are coming from. Isn't the goal to get better? Yeah, you put out you put out a body of work, uh, and that hopefully becomes uh, greatness becomes a standard, and then you you know try for excellence. And you know, I mean, he's he's obviously going to come out this year. Odds uh, are he's going to be picked up by Cincy, and we'll we'll see what he does there. But um, I think he's a, I think he's a I think he's a hardworking kid. Uh, we've seen a big transition in his game from one year to another. Um, obviously, they have he has one of the better teams around him. Um, he didn't have to carry the whole entire team. Um, I think I mean people would argue they still could have won without him. Some people said that, so Who? I don't know. I, listen. Some people believe Look it that- up. I need to call them. <laughs> I mean, I, listen. I. I, I don't I think I'm exaggerating what I watch. Like I, I don't know. Are we all watching the same game? Because I feel like I don't. I don't get it. I don't see it. And I've seen this all season long. And I understand. Yeah. Like okay, it's only this year. But the goal is every time you do something to get better. And every time you see him, he's better than the last time you saw him. Right now, That's- obviously, eventually you're going to. You know, water reaches its level. Like it's, I'm not saying he's. I don't want to project. I hate when we do this when 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 players come out in the draft. We're like, oh, he's the next Montana. He's the next Brady. Right. Everyone was saying um, Baker Mayfield was the next Russell Wilson. Like, no, he's not. Right. First of all, no. There's <laughs> like those people are themselves. Like, they're, you're talking about all time greats, and none of them have anything in common with each other. So, right. like, chill. Can they just be themselves, and we'll see what they develop into? I know that's not as fun because we want to know what we're getting, but. The fact of the matter is the draft is a crapshoot anyway. Nobody really knows what they're getting. Right. It, 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 it's going to be a crapshoot every single year. You have some guys come out, um, you know, I, from sixth round, seventh round, free agency that plays 15-plus years and become a Hall of Famer. And you got some first round that become a bust. You know, I, I came out in 2009, um, and I, I, was, I was the 20th running back picked. And the guys that were in front of me uh, in the first round, I think they played maybe four to five years, if that. Um, and everybody else fell off the map. The, the only person from my class that continued to have a, a, a outstanding career um, was LaShawn McCoy. You know, everybody else kind of, you know, no Sean Marino fell off. Mm. Beanie Wells fell off. Um, 
the guy that came from uh what was the name? Connecticut that went to the Colts. Uh, I'm forgetting his name right now. Uh, but he he fell off. Like a lot of guys in the first round right. fell off. So uh, just saying, you know, it doesn't matter where you come in at. You got an opportunity. That's it. And what you do with it is up to you. So we'll we'll, we'll see what this kid does. I think he's gonna be good though. So you mentioned Lamar Jackson. Obviously, he had an MVP season. Disappointing loss. Mm-hmm. What do you make of Lamar and what happened this year? Like particularly in that game. <sighs> tough game listen when you when you, <laughs> when you total for 500 plus yards and lose it's it's hard to it's hard to say you had a terrible game um now but he, he did have what two interceptions and a fumble he did one of which is yeah kind of tough but yes he did he turned the ball over three times that's not that's not going to get you too many wins in the league regardless uh who you playing but when you're playing in the playoffs it's definitely not appealing but he, i think he had a great season but if you just look at him for this one particular game uh he didn't play up to his standard that he's been playing i'm sure he would say that too but i can't take away how awesome of a season he had based upon one game yeah I think what happened with Lamar is expectations right like everybody got crazy because he had an unbelievable MVP season and then it became this whole you know whoop whoop big trust like everybody's against us you know everybody doubted Lamar even though he went in the first round and you know it kind of the story with Lamar as far as that went kind of got exhausting for me like okay nobody saw this coming by the way Ravens did not take Lamar Jackson is their first pick in the first round. Just you can Google it. It's facts. They passed on him. And the Bengals picked in between that. So someone else in their division could have gotten Lamar Jackson. They traded up to get him. So even the Ravens didn't see this coming. It kind of took away from like, can I just enjoy watching Lamar Jackson and like how great he's been? And I don't want to overreact to the loss either. Like, look, Derrick Henry is very hard to tackle. He is. That's a that's a man child. I actually so the recipe of winning in the playoffs to me is obviously I'm biased. It's always going to be able to run the football. I've never been inside of any locker room and played with three different teams, three different organizations, and several different coaches along the way. And every single time at the beginning of the year, they say the same things. We have to stop the run and control the run game and play good defense. Then it gets into passing. Then it gets into special teams. But everywhere you go in the locker room, stop the run. They weren't able to do that. And uh, this kid has been playing amazing, which I, I count this dude, Matt, right now, he's, uh, he is the, he's the MVP of the playoffs. When I think about MVP, and the reason why I say that's, that. That's kind of tough to argue against because they just beat the Patriots and Tom Brady in Foxborough and then took down the MVP in Baltimore. And it's – I'm going to – I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say it was 90% because of him. Oh yeah, he, he's he's a load. He's a load. He is he's the most valuable player. Valuable as in valuable is relative, right? Um, I think if you take out, if you had to take, if you took one player out of of off a team, could they still win? I don't think if you take him off that team, they still win. No, I mean Ryan Tannehill played for what ninety yards, I think. Right now, granted, he's not asked to do that much, but can he? Yeah, but Willie, I, I don't know. I he's done. He done. He's done what he needs to do in Tannehill? order. To, yeah. I'm kind of it's one of them things where you can't help but to like recognize they've been winning with him at the commander. At oh no, I don't. I'm I'm happy for Tannehill. Like I'm well. That's Donny. That's a bad. That's nice. Hey, that. you say no, you're happy for like, him. That's what happened. He happy. hurt my rep. Thank he you. Went, like, <laughs> where, how did that even happen? That's a good question. Um, yeah, not for Tannehill. Um, 
Tannehill was with the Dolphins for many years, obviously. So, yeah. you know, he's he's a nice guy. I'm happy for him. Never, I'm like, I'm, it doesn't really matter if you're nice or not. I'm not really ever doing my job cons- like with consideration of if you're nice or not. But right. he is. And I'm happy for him. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a good story. That said, I don't really know. I, I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't want to <laughs> sound crazy because I do think the Chiefs win. Maybe I'm crazy. But maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> uh, Derrick Henry scares the shit out of me, though. Mm-hmm. Like, he's if a the Chiefs can't stop him, I I don't know. Well, the Chiefs the Chiefs are rare because they can they can score it well at any time. Obviously, they proved that. How are you going to be twenty? Was it twenty four to nothing? I literally I walked in the house. It was twenty four nothing. I'm getting texts all over the place because I you know put on Instagram stories who I think is going to win. I saw and, some you know of your picks. I, mean? I disagreed. Yeah. So I, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, some of, so, yeah, so you're a little crazy on some of them, but I'm yeah. on point. I'm two for two. I take it. I take it right now. You know what I mean? So you're even. I'm even. I'm even. We're gonna see. But I got the Titans. <laughs> I got whoever wins this. So you game, had the Titans in this game? I got the Titans win the Super Bowl. Beginning the playoffs. I had the Titans and Minnesota. Minnesota kind of believe it or not was my Cinderella team to make it. And Titans were like legit my team because they run the ball. Okay, like, so you were on the Titans then. I, I don't. I never liked Minnesota. Um, was, you know, cool. They, they took the Saints out, like respect, but I never yeah. liked Minnesota. I just Poor don't think Saints. that they have that X factor thing. Like Dalvin Cook is incredible, but that that's it yeah. to me. They're at least the Titans have a, a defense. Like they have a serious defense, and they're super physical. But Derrick Henry is that dude, and he's he he scares me. So you think the Titans are going to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, because they. I, so I who wins? Who wins in the NFC then? That's a tough one. That's a coin toss. Well, I don't think Rodgers is going to let that butt whipping happen again. Um, yeah, I like, agree. You know, when they faced uh, 49ers before. But I don't know. That's going to be a game. That one is a tough. I, I want Green Bay to win it. Um, because? Uh, because I, I, got a bu- I, got a, I got a bunch of friends oh, over okay. there well, that, that I want to see go. But it, it – I do like Jones. Um Running back, I like Aaron Jones too. I think he's he's done something phenomenal this season, and a lot of tension is obviously going to go to Aaron Rodgers in the QB position. But I really think he's been a big part of that team that's been carrying him um, this season, and it'd be nice to see him get highlighted in the Super Bowl, losing to the Titans. But losing, you know, you're kind of wearing Titans colors today. Yeah, Um, (laughs) I I actually don't think quarterback play is what's going to be important in this game. I Uh, think it comes down to if Aaron Jones can get going because mm-hmm. I think that the offense really goes through Aaron Jones this year and that's going to depend on that Niners defensive line which is stout insane yeah they, they've they been playing lights out secondary too and, and they're just Sherman. so aggressive yeah heavy too everybody's heavy handed up front uh, Bosa's starting off like everybody flying around and that's to say you know what Kansas City's been coming along Kansas City's defense is a lot better this year. And uh, yeah, especially in the second half of football. Obviously, you know, I mean, people putting up points, but it's a track meet with them. You can't stop their offense. It's difficult. And um, you know, th- there's too many weapons over there. I don't I think I think the Titans are going to struggle a little bit. But they what the Titans have the upper hand with is slowing the game down because they control the clock. And that's what happened with and, Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, when you control the clock it's hard. It's hard. It's a, and you can't. Well, when you control the clock, every possession matters so much more. Right. And not like, listen, I, I want to be clear. I, I, I picked the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. I'm sticking with it. I do think the Chiefs win this game. But just kind of like LSU, like I picked LSU, but I felt like it was going to be close because I, I got to It's Clemson. Like they've yeah. been there how many past three of the past four years. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence is, is 
done this done this already like you can't just disrespect that mm. I, I don't know i really don't i really don't know how close it's going to be i do think the spread is a little bit ridiculous i'm taking yeah. the titans to cover the spread but <laughs> I, I don't know i mean the, so the result That's of this play picture. was um earl That's thomas was over there <laughs> afterwards like he just tossed him yeah i saw a bunch of memes with like that a, saying, uh, like a child when you hit somebody so hard they turn into a lead blocker <laughs> or something like that. He turned around. That was the funniest <laughs> meme I've seen. Yeah, and he's no joke either. It's just he's Derrick Henry is just so so giant. He, you know, he reminds me of um, uh, Eric Dickerson the way he runs because Eric he runs Dickerson. just straight up. Yeah, just, Eddie just like George. This. Yep, straight and it's up. Just like a straight track run when he gets going and his knees are up and he just is taller than everybody. Yeah. He just like so when we looked it up yesterday, he's only six three. Right. Six three, six four. Six, three, six, four I think that's yeah. lies. He's that's a big man. He looks like he's like he six, looks seven. like a Under Armour mannequin, like he's <laughs> giant. And the only way to stop him, you have to get if you cannot get him to pity pat his feet at the at the line of scrimmage, it's it's over. He's so long legged. Him getting the ball and taking two steps, he's naturally gonna fall for three four, regardless of what you're doing. So. You have to be stout at the line. You got to put eight or nine in the box, and then and then Tannehill. And they got skill sets over there that's not going to allow you to do that. You saw Tannehill put the ball on the money. Didn't he throw for two touchdowns? I think yeah. threw his two touchdowns. Ball on the money. Like he's doing what's that? Derrick Henry also threw for a touchdown. Even there, yeah, he threw it for a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> he threw for a touchdown. So that, them boys are playing. They playing well together. They are uh, a fun team. They're on a they're on a high. If they win, if they win the Super Bowl, they would have beat every divisional leader in order to get to the Super Bowl. Because uh, they start up beat the Patriots divisional yep. leader, then they beat um, the, Ravens. the Ravens divisional leader, Kansas City divisional leader, and then between Green Bay and San Francisco, another divisional leader. They would have been the truest underdog to win a Super Bowl if it happens. Right, but we're going to to Miami for a week. Mm-hmm. So many of the Chiefs to win, you know. Like we're in the content business, <laughs> and I can't handle Tannehill playing in a Super Bowl in Miami. That will kill me. Yeah, literally. you get more of those pictures. Yeah, ex uh, yeah. Um, oh, so there were a couple of hires. Uh, there was a lot going on um, with the with the firings this year, like five openings. Obviously, the Cowboys hiring Mike McCarthy, which I, I really felt like Mike McCarthy would have been a better fit with Cleveland's. Mm. Probably not in Mike McCarthy's opinion, obviously. He's in a better situation with the Cowboys. Mm. But they hired Kevin Stefanski today. Um, or, well, his press conference was today. They hired him yesterday. What do you think of the Browns' future, which is probably the biggest disappointment this year? Yeah, I think for the talent that they had on the team and um, the roster expectations, they, I mean, they had a down year. Um you know, a lot of people thought they had a chance to truly uh, go in the playoffs to fight. Their defense was solid. I picked them to be a wild card team. Yeah, I'm a sucker. It, it happens. I thought they were going to do some. It was going to shine too. But you know, locker room issues. Uh, you know, some concerns with uh, leadership. You know, those those things that you would think as a as a professional athlete, you just don't have to deal with. You often have to. Um, you know, a lot of media frenzy stuff. Things that take away from the actual game, um, it really does. It can, it can, it can wear on a team. Uh, truly, I know being in the locker room. A lot of times, when you have just, when you have to have a coach say constantly um, to dial it in, focus, or to constantly push away media. What causes it, that? Is that just leadership affect. in the locker room, or is that just like the type of personalities that are on that team? Combination of both. 
And it's funny, when you take you can it's certain leaders on football teams that nobody even knows about. Like it could be the special team guy, the long snapper that if you take him out of the room, it changes. Um, and every team has a couple leaders or should have a couple leaders, but most of them are not even the superstars, not the one that's on camera all the time. Um, and I just, I didn't, I don't think uh, the Browns was able to dial it in on, on, on that front. Um, you know, sometimes personalities lead from behind, some lead in front, but I, I think the Browns need somebody that's a little bit more, uh, they need to highlight somebody different. I think if the they, Other than Baker. Yeah. I, I think they need to highlight Chubbs, you know what I mean? Let him be the face of that franchise. I think it changes a little bit um, just because he's he's a, di- he's a different guy. Right. You know, let let the attention come off the guys that are the superstars and just let them play football. Do you think that Odell is there next year? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, it's no telling. You know, I my dog's a wild card. Do you want him <laughs> to be there next year? That's my guy. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I'm praying to sports gods, along with along with some other prayers that I have out there, mostly revolving who's going to be in the Super Bowl. But where, where, where was you saying? Anywhere, literally anywhere. Cincinnati with Burrow, I would take it. Like, there's yeah. not a team, there's not a team in the in the NFL when I would not be comfortable with. Why him being not on, the Browns? Other than the Browns. Why not? The First Browns? of all, I've I've exhausted my amount of energy for Cleveland's <laughs> for like easily a lifetime between LeBron being with the Cavs. And now this nonsense, I'm just so Cleveland out. I'm not <laughs> excited about the Stefanski hire. No disrespect to Stefanski. I just don't know anything about him. Yeah. And they're so dysfunctional. And the Browns love to pay people not to work for them. So I don't care about a five-year deal. Like, Haslam's about that paying you not to work for him life. Like, he yeah. will fire you instantly. I think he'll last two years. You see I him just, in Dallas? I would, I mean, that is, there's, that is the sexiest idea I have ever heard. Yeah. Yes, please, please send him to Dallas. <laughs> please send him to Dallas. Hey, let, let the Giants pick him back up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Why yes, not? I would be happy with him back with the Go Giants. Back to like, New York, baby. literally anywhere. And this is not like Cleveland hates. You deserve this. Like you yeah. had Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb, Baker Mayfield. Like you had everything, and that was your year. Yeah. Now you got Joe Burrow coming to the division too. So you're gonna have Ben Roethlisberger back, likely, Lamar Jackson, and Joe Burrow in your division. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. It's really gonna be tough. It's a rat. Yeah. So I'm supposed to I'm supposed to live in an existence where the rest of Odell's prime years are spent in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. That's what you want me to experience. You know, I mean, if, if Baker might come back with a different attitude, you never know. He might come back ready to play ball. I was very adamant supporter of Baker. I thought he should have started from day one because mm-hmm. he was the number one overall draft pick. And then there's respect to Tyrod, who I like a lot, but like he's the number one overall draft pick. You don't yeah. sharks are born swimming. Get him out there. And I, I didn't have a problem with like his swag and attitude and everything else, but because he be instantly became the face of the franchise, which may not really necessarily be his fault, just because of where he was taken. Right. He's not. He wasn't emotionally ready for that. Like obviously, you're trying to fight fans in the town. Like, what See, are you doing? It's so weird. I I, I have a hard time uh, deciphering between like those type of anecdotes. Like you had, you take a player. He's 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 arguing and chanting with. The fans. Um, but he's not just a player. He's the face right, of your franchise, a, a number one overall of, pick at quarterback. Number one overall quarterback, face of the franchise. He didn't ask for it. He just asked to play football, though. So it's like you take this kid. That's what I mean. Like, as a leader, I can't – I have to be able to look at the players I inquire and say, okay, 
this is who he is. Let me mold him as a player and as a person. Does that really matter? Long as he's not getting in any lawful trouble or anything that's causing him not to be on the field. Now he's in position. Now I have to create a team around him. Don't make him the face of the franchise. Make other people. I so should you're know better. You're Stefanski. I'm the owner. I know oh, the better. Owner. I'm the owner. I know better. I'm the coach. I know better. I know what kind of player this is. I love him, but let's not make him the face. Let him do his job. You be the face. You be the face. It's just like being – I could imagine being a parent. You're not going to let all your kids – just because you're the oldest doesn't mean you're going to be the most responsible. You know what I mean? So it's like you have to decipher. I can't blame him. That's him. He want to fight with the crowd. Boom. No, that is him. Like, he is yeah. always himself. Like, that is that is for sure. But the reality of life, as we all know, because <laughs> we've all had someone else sign our checks, is you, can't, you don't get to always be you yourself. You don't get to always be yourself, okay? especially I'm if you I'm definitely lose. not always myself. That is for sure. So this is like <laughs> – <laughs> so, I'm no. with you. Yeah. I'm with you. So you don't right. always get to be yourself. That's how it is. Like that's the reality of life. True. It's very true. It's it's a privilege to be able to just go out and be yourself all the time. And to be honest, you got to earn that. Yeah. Like Marshawn Lynch is himself all the time. Yeah. Who's telling Marshawn Lynch not to be himself? He's earned that right. You're right about that. You're right about that. You haven't earned anything. Speaking of Marshawn. Yes. Mm. I mean, I, one of the greatest to ever do it. Yeah. One of my favorites um, I of loved all time. His, I loved his press conference afterwards when he uh, decided to just keep it 100 for real quick with everybody. And he said, take care of your chickens. <laughs> I don't know how many tweets I saw saying, what are chickens? <laughs> Everybody's trying to figure that one out. I mean, he's he's there's no one else like him. I yeah. love Marshawn. Marshawn is one of my favorite all-time players like in NFL history, yeah. and mostly for that reason. But I also love the way he runs the ball because he wants to do yeah, it's like it, that. It was good to see. I was excited to have him back out there. Yeah, yeah, it was nice to see him come back and uh, show that you, you know. And he just stays in shape, you know, for football. He's he's always football ready. He's not in, he's not in prime, but he's always football ready. I mean, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Exactly. And uh, McCarthy, you see, you brought up him. Though. Um, do you think I, this is lofty? Um, I'm in a group chat with my homies. We we talk crazy all the time. We all have group chats where we talk crazy. Right. And I, I'm usually the one that throws out some wild comparisons and stares up the pot. But, like, McCarthy's coming over with Dallas. <laughs> he, 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 he had coached uh, Rodgers for several years. Right. Um, had, had Monica of success there as well. Right. And uh, so now he's coming over with young Dak. Do 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 we dare to compare Dak and Rodgers? Because I, I looked at I looked the compare reason, them how compare them in possibilities of what McCarthy can actually do with Dak. Sure, I love Dak. Yeah, because I looked at Dak. Dak's first four years for playing versus Rodgers' first four years uh, is really comparable. Rodgers was able to come in and set behind a Hall of Famer and learn for his first three four years. Right, Dak came right out of the shoebox, you know, getting wore down. Um, and we still haven't seen him get into his prime yet. And so with McCarthy coming over with that mindset of philosophy and that he was able to help a young Rodgers um, before Rodgers became the Rodgers, I, I think he's going to be able to do that with Dak a little bit more than people want to give credit to. Yeah, I I thought that the, the way that Mike McCarthy was treated when he left the Packers was fascinating. Mike McCarthy's a Super Bowl-winning coach. They went to, like... How many NFC Championship games when he was there? Uh, won how many playoff games? He was there with Aaron Rodgers when he adjusted his mechanics mm -hmm. to become what he is today. Do I think Dak is going to become Aaron Rodgers? 
No, because I think Aaron Rodgers is a all-time transcendent talent. But I like Dak. I like his fundamentals. I like his intangibles. He's a winner. He's clutch when he needs to be. Yes, he still is a little raw, but he's a fourth-round pick. Like, there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to get paid this year, and I think Mike McCarthy is going to be huge for the Cowboys. Mike McCarthy is a great coach. What happened with, with the Packers was because people love Aaron Rodgers, and there was, like, this clash of – you know, some, Mike McCarthy is like lazy and he's not a good coach and he's he's not innovative and he's stale. And like Aaron Rodgers was over it. Anytime there's a breakup, somebody's going to have an opinion about how it went. And the truth is like somewhere in the middle. Sometimes, sometimes this is just not like, but this felt like, okay, you are the coach. You are responsible for some of the success that you've had here. Like it's not all on Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. as great as Aaron Rodgers is. Like keep it in perspective. He only plays one side of the ball. Mm-hmm. So you got to spread it around a little bit. Right. So I think it was a great hire by the Cowboys. That's why I thought it would be great for the Browns, because I think he would be an actual culture builder to actually turn the Browns into a franchise in the NFL. I think this is great. The, the, whether McCarthy is going to be successful or not is on that guy. Jerry Jones will determine Mike McCarthy's success. If he allows him to run football operations, if he allows him to do what he does, they'll be successful. Mm. Is that going to happen? Probably not. But... <laughs> That's that. That's my opinion of that's, that situation. That's the nut and bolts of it. How would yeah. I do in the group chat? You it's solid. Okay. You would have been in there. You would have got some thumbs up. You'd have oh, had wow. a couple, couple, couple come at you, but I'm with you. Okay. I'll yeah. Group chats it. are always interesting. <laughs> I uh, my group chat has uh, hmm, actually not going to share, but group chat. That's <laughs> group what we. Chats that's what we want to hear. That's what we want to no, hear. No, listen. Like if you get roasted in the group chat, it's yeah, hard to come back from that. Right? Like, it's so tough. tough. So, like, you got to be strategic what you put in the group (laughs) chat, like, what you vent about in the group chat. Because I vent about everything pretty much in the group chat. Like, there's no secrets. Yeah. So, like, if you're irritated about something or somebody, like, you got to be careful because they're going to, like, scroll back. Like, yo, but you had said this. Oh, screenshot. Yeah. I'm screenshotting. You remember this? Noted. And then you're going to have to, like, then you get roasted yourself because you you backed off of your original opinion. So, group chats are always, (laughs) you know, you got to be careful what you put in there sometimes. Um, Okay. So... Before we let you go, you won Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. My brother was on Dancing with the Stars um, a million years ago. Actually, I don't even remember what year that was. Maybe 2007. How, how did he do? He did great. So he, he was runner-up. Christy Yamaguchi okay. won that year. Um, okay. She's excellent. Yeah. But I had never seen him dance, period, in my life <laughs> before he got on the show. So when he did, I, like he told me to sign up. I was like, is that a good idea? <laughs> like, can you dance at all? Like, I've never seen you dance at all, period. Like, not even like a two-step at all. So, but he did. He worked really hard, and he did great. But it's actually, so if you haven't been to the show, it's actually more nerve-wracking than you would think because, and I don't know if they've changed the, like, setup since then, but when, when I went to see him, mm. you like, it's, like, literally a a floor and you're right here like you're dancing like they're sliding up to like oh yeah here. you were you in it like you gotta hit the mark like Boom. and it's scary like i'm not trying to do that it's crazy but they should do it were, were, did you dance at all before you signed up for the show nah, my family had the same attitude you was like none like, just not a good idea you got no rhythm like, like dance man yeah nah i mean i'm smooth now listen i got rhythm Hey, hey, but no, okay. I'm I'm the guy. I'll be a, I'm the guy to go to the club. I'll be on the dance floor, boom, 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 whatever, just chilling. But no ballroom, like hip hop, nothing, nothing properly. I'm never properly danced a day in my life. Like, there's a whole deal called frame. My my poor partner. She asked me day one. She said, "Let's get in frame," and uh, I lied. I guess. I mean, so <laughs> I, I put my arm around her thinking she wanted to take a picture. 
Like I didn't know what the heck frame was. <laughs> you know, she's she's from London. I'm thinking maybe she's yeah, talking. Yeah, she's a to, classically you know I mean? trained dancer. So yeah. yeah, there's a thing called frame. I didn't know. I didn't. I so knew. What is frame? So it's actually a proper frame that you get in with your partner, right? Uh-huh. So you could be able to lead and My follow. My problem is, is I always want to lead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, most, yeah, that makes sense. It makes Does sense. It? I'm five foot two and a female. It makes sense. So generally, it's not usually appreciated. <laughs> That's uh, anytime I try lead. to dance. Like, you could back lead. Yeah. I don't know what that means. So uh, you're leading. You're, so it's. They're they're male and female the way that they operate on the dance floor or 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 lead and follow. Right. Um, they both have a role, right? And so I can be the in the position of a follow and still be led. It's called back leading. Okay. Right. So yeah, you still can lead. It's actually I I fell in love with dance. I've truly yeah. Truly, so now truly, like truly, you post truly. dance videos all the time. Yes. Um, um, so you just do it for fun now? Super fun, yeah. Do you do it like it's like an extra move, like you try and be extra, like because you know you got it in your you got it in your bag now. So right. You know. <laughs> so I picked up I picked up social dance. Um, okay. And there's an art called Zouk Z O U K that I really fell in love with. Uh, it's a Brazilian style dance comes from Labada. It's lovely, um, and uh, I'm gonna continue to do that. I might enter actually in one of the uh, competition at some point. But it, it's also what's cool about it. Uh, with dance, I'm a very hopeful romantic, just in general. Um, and so one of the things I studied, I went to the school for psychology and sociology, um, and I got my honorary doctorate degree in humanities. The reason why is because I, in the latter years, not right to second, in the latter years, I want to be a marriage counselor, right? Oh. And so one of the things I'm working on is uh, is a book, and it's about how much ballroom dance and marriage merge together like a relationship with a man and a woman and, right. and ballroom dance is really the same. Um, and I can't wait to write it. But to, 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 to circle all back around, I fell in love with dance. My university's opened up a ballroom studio for me back at the crib. Like, that's awesome. It's, it's a whole deal going on. So right you like, you totally dance. got in like immersed in it once you tried. Yes. It. That's what happens when you try new things. Sometimes you got to do it. Step out the box. I did every off season. I picked up a new craft every single off season. The first, all season, I picked up a guitar. The next all season, I picked up card tricks. You know, a boatload of just like random magic. Uh, and You're so forth and so on. Well rounded individual. Yeah, I try to be. I try to be. Uh, I try to be. So when I'm that but old. But that's probably good for dead. writing, too. Yes. It introduces you to so many different sectors of life, it introduces you to people to think differently. Did you lose um, a lot of weight? Because Jason lost so much weight. Like when I saw him when he got yes. back from LA, I was like, you have no ass. <laughs> Where did it go? It's gone. Like your pants are go? like flappy. <laughs> so you lost a lot of weight too? Yeah, you lose a lot of weight. Yeah, because you pray, you rehearse. I rehearsed six hours a day. But wait, were you still playing when you did it? Yeah, yeah. so I was training for football, then to turn around and dance all day. So I was in crazy shape. Yeah, that's that's rough though. Jason, there was a little, there was a little pushback when Jason uh, did it because... It was he. Yeah, you can, it was you retired. can up. I'm not going to talk for him. Uh, he was not retired, um, uh, and everyone didn't love that he did. <laughs> he did the show, but it was yeah, it was yeah. great for him. And you know, I, I I liked watching him because it was some, it was something totally different. But yeah, I can't. It, I it can't didn't inspire dance, you I'm not to so, want to go learn. I know you had it. Hey, bro, t- how you do? Show me how to do I've this. I've taken like random <laughs> dance classes, like for random things, but not like an actual like. Immer- I didn't dance growing up, so I was like the girl that played. I was a tomboy, like I played all the sports mm. and you know fought boys. I didn't take any <laughs> dance at all. I did a little music, but like I was terrible at. it. I have no musical ability whatsoever. Guitar, piano, voice for like ten years means nothing. I just it just did not stick with me at all. So it's all <laughs> sports. 
But no, I just, I'm the person in the club, like, I don't, I'm not on, like, I'm up on the thing. Like, I need a seat. You said that's you at the club? Yeah, I'm a percher. Oh, okay. So you're in the VIP section posted. Yes. Okay. I need a seat. <laughs> and I'm old now. So that was, like, when I was young. So, now I'm old. I definitely can't go somewhere where I can't sit. So if some if a guy comes up to you at the club and he says, hey, let's dance, what do you say? Well, Typically, first, first of all, like if you're if uh, there's so it's such a layered question. <laughs> <laughs> Group chat. The overall answer. The overall answer is ninety nine percent no. Uh, I'm not really. I'm not entirely down. interested. Yeah. I mean, if it's like a salsa club or something. Right, 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 right. I'll try that because that's like a dancing thing. I can't salsa either, but I'll fake it because I've been in Miami long enough. I could do a little. I can move my arms enough. You there know, you go. To get through it, but like a club club <laughs> where there's like. Like people? Yeah, like people. No. No. <laughs> what are we going to do? Are we gonna like bumping grinds? I mean, listen, as a club, you can do anything. It's all kind of dancing that can happen. You never know until you step out on the floor, you know? And then if it ain't going how you like, I'm going to go sit back down. I'm going to go. It's so layered, you know? And then you got to like decline someone. They could get weird. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's tough. See, women, women is different. Like, from a woman's perspective, right, T? Like, there's a lot that goes into, like, that question. I would honestly be nervous before the person got to me. Like, oh, sh**. Maybe if I just, like, look at the ground, they won't talk to me. That's why you're, that's why you're in VIP, you don't get asked. That's true. You're sitting down. I'm actually, I'm, so I'm the, an, what is it, the anti-social club? Like, I'm anti-social <laughs> while I'm being social. So how do you approach a girl in a club then? Fellas, have y'all ever approached a girl in a club? <laughs> you know what I mean? As far as, as, far as, as, far as I know, you don't. You don't want to do it. You just don't no, do it. I, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, that's it. Like, I'm really not. I'm uh, trying air, to help y'all, fellas. Air, air drop it, a it of Airdrop? Yeah, you got to go. So this, is how, this is how they talk to girls in the club. They go up to you, ask you your name. Then they run a DM you. Hey, you want to dance? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't know. I guess I think, like, the club, like. club is different. It's, like, so layered, too. Like, this is a very complicated conversation. Because, one, like, what kind of club are we in? Are we in, like, a Miami club, right? Yeah. Like, are we, are we in, like, a wild club where it's, like, live or something? Like, then it's, I, I've no, like, we're not here to talk. Uh -huh. Period. This is not the talking space. Okay. <laughs> if it's like lo lo more low key a little bit, it's like you can kind of hear the person next to you, like maybe, but like you got to be with at least associated with the crew that I came with, like, or you know somebody. Like, you know, we're not doing like strangers. No strangers. <laughs> yeah. Not. No, no, no. That's yeah. not good. And then if it's like a lounge, She's then it depends uh, <laughs> all on how you like, how you, how do you come up to me? Like, that's very, like, there's, there's lots of layers to this. Right, yeah. T? Yeah, the approach yeah. matters. The approach matters. The approach matters. Generally, like, most girl, most women do not like to be hit on, though. Which is, so, all right, so this is, you know, this is just rule of thumb. I personally feel like, and y'all can, I mean, you can say you disagree if not, but I feel like every pretty girl is like a celebrity. Why I say that is because celebrities often have people come up to them uh, that they don't know. Right. You know, um, that come up to them to, that want to hold a conversation that they don't know, right? Um, they come up to them when they don't want people to come up. So they, they just get approached because they're a celebrity, right? A pretty girl is the same way, right? You see a pretty girl is like a celebrity. Hey, I want to come say something to you. I don't even know what I'm going to say yet. But hey, how are you? How's your day? Da, 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 da. You want to see how close you can get to know this person, right? So it's... Uh, so for a female that I get it, females don't like to get approached. I, I I argue, I argue, even though I'm not a female. I feel like girls like to get approached, just maybe they prefer the right way. Or 
You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I get I mean, it. Listen, you everything you in life is high, is like timing and 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 how you what you say obviously like but it's so complicated like wh- i might just I'm be moody i might feel fat today <laughs> right like i might just be tired and trying to drink this wine there's a lot that goes into it but i think most of the time if you're just respectful and girls like to laugh like say something funny right or like don't just walk up and say something like yo what's up like this guy <laughs> like what do you want <laughs> Or oh, a and d- please don't touch me, please. Hey, come on to so baby girl, let me let me holler at you real quick. Yeah, don't don't give me, me a nickname I don't quick. already have. And most, and most of them try to talk to me anyway. They be too confident. Like those are the ones that I don't want. Yeah. But see, that's the problem. Yeah. So here's the here's the issue on the guys. <laughs> I, I'm trying to help y'all, bro. Like I'll look, I'll smile, I'll. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. We have eyes, so if we make eye contact with you, then you 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 pretty much know what's up. Yeah, that's can be tricky. But it's got to be like more than two seconds. So here, here's the thing. If you, okay, Ooh. so a girl setting, you know, chilling by herself and and, and, and she doesn't necessarily want to get a pro. Uh, so you take the confident guy. Boom, he confident, he rolling up in there. He's basically, he's doing the, uh, he he's doing the, um, uh inventory approach of if I, if I try to holler at 21, I'm going to say yeah. You know what I mean? I, so he's yeah, just, he just taking know, a shot. We have already assessed who that person is because we've seen you moving around. So right? that's the confident, smooth guy, right? But then you got the guy that's kind of like the good one, but he's like nervous. And he's scared. But what's the worst that's going to happen? The worst that's going to happen is someone's going to say no. Right. That's tough. That's Why is that heavy. tough? Uh-huh. All right, so just like that. you know like how the, often women are told no? No. Very often about what? lots of things more serious than getting approached in the club. All right, so... So it's gonna that. be all right. Your little ego will survive. <laughs> okay. So don't be. I mean, I get it. I understand that human interaction thing is could make you nervous, but like there's there's more to it than that. The females don't want to get approached, and guys don't want to hear no. So it's like how well, some got to give, some got to give. <laughs> One day we'll figure it out. Maybe maybe we'll discover it in the book. Um. Okay, that was fun. Thank you so much for coming in again. You can check out uh, Arcade and the Dazzling Truth Detector mm-hmm. on February tenth. Tenth. Yeah. On Amazon. Yep. Yep. Okay. And anywhere else? All everywhere books are sold. Amazon, books a million, anywhere. And you can still buy all the other ones, obviously, too. And yeah. the uh, the if in life, I need a new book. Maybe I'll pick that up. Do it. I will pick that up. Actually, I'm not gonna maybe. I'm gonna do that. Um, thank you so much, Rashad. Appreciate it. And you can follow Rashad at Rashad Jennings on all social media. You can see his dances. Check it out. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs>